posted a photo on our Instagram. And what? Immediately, the six bots liked it, right? Promoted on this. Promoted on this. Promoted all, on this. All instantaneously. Within 12 seconds? Like seven of them. That's a new record. I don't think I've ever had like seven in a row. Bro, I always see. I'm like, oh, people are commenting on our no, stuff. And it's these three bots. And I'm like, oh, we're still not cool. How many bots follow us, man? They're not following us. It's something about the hashtags. There's some sort of automatic if you use a hashtag. One, two, mm -hmm. three, four, five, six, seven. New record. Look at that. All of them promoted on some bullshit. Like, what are these pages? Like, I wish I could harness it for something productive. Like, even when we were in college, we used to know guys who used to get blazed and, and study and then, like, ace their exams. And I'm like, I wish I, I wish I knew how to do any of that. Yeah, I think about it sometimes when I'm like, is it like, oh, yeah, I'll get stoned and read this book. I'm like, but is it better if I don't? And I'm like, no. Also, I like, like being half high. The time, half the time you won't. Like, you'll read three and a half pages and then fall asleep. Mm. Mm. There was a so like I I like I think it said Tide pods, eat Tide pods. They're good for you. They taste good. Eat Tide pods. Eat Tide pods. Ugh. People, man, fucking people, They're fools. people. Yeah, people are the worst. People I have to agree with that. It's a great sentiment. Yes. Uh, I think that's a good place to start, don't you? Yeah, life is hard and people are the worst. We all need to change. Life is hard. People are the worst. <laughs> themes. Here's your themes for the episode. Spare some change. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! It is two fifty-seven p.m. here on May 9th, twenty twenty-one. My name is Matt. This is Dan. Welcome to the fucking A podcast, episode number 33. I am the dedicated numerologist here, keeping track and making sure that we're staying the triple, triple. on point. The, the triple, three, triple three, episode. Mm -hmm. the, the coffee that people get way too much crap in it. Anybody out it's there, if you're, if you're a triple, triple person, seek help. Slow your roll. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then like the quads, the four by fours. I didn't even know that that was a thing. My buddy illegal. worked it. I remember in high school, my buddy working at Tim's telling me, like, yo, people come in here and order, like, fives and sixes. Like, not kidding, dude. Like, when you're at that point, man, there's more cream than coffee. You don't like cup. coffee. Like, don't drink doing? coffee. <laughs> like, why would you do that to yourself? Why would you, why would you, you know, why would you get anything and then add that much to it? You know? I don't know, man. I, I, you know me. I'm, I'm cynical on shit. So, one night, a coworker asked me to get him an extra large triple-triple. And I was like, all right, man, no problem. Like, I was going to Tim's, so I grabbed him. I was like, I'll grab your coffee. When I go there and I say the order, the girl at the Tim's literally says, oh, is it for this person? Because he were, like, knows who it is. And I laughed, right? And I said to her, I'm like, yeah. can you do me a favor? Like, you hit the cream first, right? She says, yes. I said, can you put the triple cream in there and just show me? And she starts laughing. She goes, absolutely. <laughs> so she hits the, the cream button for triple cream, right? And the sugar and shows me, dog, 
it is like I'm sh- I obviously can't show people on the video, but like you're talking like four to five inches on like those long cups of just straight cream, bro. Like heavy fat. Like that's fucking gr- like I don't that's fucking and gross, then you get this triple sugar, too. Right. Oh, is- yeah, baby. Just coming right on behind with them triple sugars. Wow. Because it's wow. it's scaled to the cup size, too. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Obviously, of course. So, oh, my God, man. Some yeah. people drink like two of those a day. Oh, yeah. You know? Easy. Easy, bro. But the real crime, the real crime, you ever actually looked at the size of those extra large cups, bro? Yes. Yeah, it's so scam. It's so scam. They're skinnier at the bottom. Like, they're really not that big at all. It's total fucking scam. They look like they're enormous, but they're not. Yeah, it's like the, it's like, uh, you know, chocolate bars look slightly different than they used yep. to because they're like smaller, but they're not small enough that you would notice. They're like, they like reduce it by like a fraction every year. And you're like, what? Dude. A Tim Hortons, is it a medium? Yeah, a Tim Hortons medium coffee is a mug. Right. It's a standard, like, not the, like the, the diner really tiny mugs, but a standard coffee mug you would get at home. You pour a medium in that. That's exactly think, what it is. I think, you know, look, we're, I think a lot Fuckers. of people in this country would, would agree in Canada that Tim Hortons fucking stinks. Oh, dude, like, it's got so downhill. Listen, like, stinks. it's fucking trash. The food, I think it's a Brazilian company that bought yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Since they bought it, the food's been like shit. They finally brought out real eggs, but I've literally yet to order a breakfast sandwich from them since they've changed because I'm so just... The Tim's coffee sucks now, dog. I get it for convenience because it's there, but, like, it's not good. I've actually, never been like, wow, it's a great cup. I hate to say it, but after all my years of protesting, I actually am a Starbucks person now. But Better shit. It's better shit. I it's don't. I still though. just get a black coffee. Man, honestly, I get a, I get like a, whatever the fucking size is, like the, a regular black coffee there. It's like two four, two fifty. Yeah. No, it's it's, not a lot. it's it's a little bit more expensive, but it's not crazily more expensive. Well, if we're if talking like a dollar eighty to two fifty for better coffee. I'm like, I can I can eat the seventy cents. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Well, I mean, it is like, oh, is that like thirty three percent more expensive? Come on now, you got to pinch your pennies <laughs> a little bit more there, buddy. No, pinch but my, pinch but, my pennies. <laughs> I got to pinch my oops, pennies. Pinch your pennies. <laughs> Excuse me. See how uh, sidetracked we always get immediately when we start an episode. It's just it's the weed. Yeah, it's the, it's the conversation beforehand. It's the stupid. It's the stupid questions we follow ourselves up with all the time. Yeah. All right, well, I got something good for you then. In okay. Good news. Okay. Uh, scheduled to get my vaccine, so that's pretty dope. Hey. All right. Uh, June first, going with my girlfriend. Now, here's the the funny slash shittier part, I should say. Um, they've opened it up now so that like because I'm frontline employee technically, like you know, require job shit. I can go get it now, like. Right. As of like today, just with my fucking ID. Right. But I've already made the appointment with my girl, and I'm going with her and shit. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just go with you. Like I'm, I'm just gonna go with you. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm glad you're getting it though. That's good. That's good. I know a lot of people. I know there's a lot of people who are so hesitant about it. Like I'm, I'm planning the second that I can to go get it. So it's not quite open for me yet. Despite living in the, I know. the I like the highest positivity rate area code, that's not a hot zone. I was just but, about to say, I don't know how the um, fuck you are. Well, whatever. Yet. I mean, if it's, if it's within a month after all this time, I'm like, you know, that if by the end of the month I'm scheduled to get it or I've already got it, then I can, I can fuck with that. So what is that now? Two months you'll be, you'll be in a new age demographic. You know, I heard somebody told me actually um, that, uh, that the whole, like if it's 30 plus, that mm-hmm. it's not about the age you are right now. It's about the age you turn this year. So oh. like, even if I wasn't 30 yet, I'd still be considered 30 because this is the year I turn 30 is what gotcha. someone told me. That's sort of like the the way to avoid confusion, I guess, that that they pointed out. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it doesn't matter either way. It's probably going to be. That sounds more years, confusing so. to me than anything. Well, like, I, if you are 30, am I 29 or am I 30? I no, don't it's just like, like what what age would you turn this year? Like, is that number 30 or above? Then you're good. Yeah. Like, I, know, I don't mean to they, confuse the simpletons here. but No, but if they mean? say the vaccine is for 30 and up, you can contact like that's the, how it's all like 40 right. and up, 50 and up is how they've, they've portrayed. But everything. for people like me who are like, I'm turning 30 in eight weeks. They're like, okay, no, like for you. Well, count on your fingers and be like eight weeks from now, you're allowed to go get it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, this is why we don't put you in charge of public health. Tell me, talk about simple shit. Y'all make it it more difficult. You fucking numerologists over here, eh? Yeah. You know what it is. God damn. All right. So this podcast is, you know, this is the continuing conversation that we have that every week we decide to turn a recording microphone on to, to, to capture a little bit of. So, you know, obviously, because we are so versed in the ways of conversation, 
we're always we're always on the lookout for ways to improve ourselves in that area right you know so many life interactions are you know that small talk that awkward stuff that's such a pain in the ass and we're a little is it it raining today exactly exactly we're all a little you know we're all a little uh, unpolished in that area after after the last year plus here so i found something in my travels if you want to call them that on the internet but that this may help us navigate these awkward moments in our life as we return to them so i present to you the five questions the most interesting people will always ask in a conversation Oh shit. All right. I'm which, I'm prepping myself up which, here. I bet I've asked zero of these, but which, let's go. Which you can already tell I got from some sort of clickbait thing that popped up when I like opened a new internet tab. So but I thought these were really interesting. So I'll I told just you. share them. Listen, I told you I'm gonna lose you to this conspiracy theory. No, stuff. no, I'm losing no, you to no, pop-ups, no. bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was just straight like opening it's a some... new tab and you get that like the basic website that shows up with a bunch of clickbait and stuff, Ooh, like piece MSN of candy. news and stuff. Ooh, yeah. Piece of candy is one of those. Ooh, so I was curious, what five questions do the most interesting people ask? I got to know in a conversation. I got to know. So of course the article starts with a little bit of like how to talk like a person advice paragraphs or two, like, like, you know, when you're trying to seem like an interesting person, you should really focus on these social key. It's like, you know, it's like Mark, Mark Zuckerberg would read this to like take lessons each week, right? Maintain eye contact. Right. <laughs> Do not eat their heads while they are speaking. Do not so, breathe heavily. Yeah. Don't don't stare at don't stare at the other person directly in the eyes with your mouth gaping, breathing heavily. <sighs> So what'd you do this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So the five questions. Are you ready? Hit me. Numero uno. What's your story? Oh, Jesus Christ. It sounds like a Tinder opener. <laughs> so Who doesn't love opening up, you know, to a degree that is a little too personal for someone you barely know, right? Yeah, man, because this way we don't attribute people to just what they do for a living in their jobs, right? People are more than their jobs. It's rude to ask them, what do you do? If for somebody work? asked you that question right now, what would you say? Matt, what's, what's your, your story? story? Like, uh, uh, um, yeah, see, so you just went, um. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is not a good question. Slam dunk lawyer Dan. <laughs> slam dunk. I was saying, like, wait, who are they to me? Do I know them? <laughs> like, yeah, you imagine you just meet somebody in the lunchroom. You're like, hey, how's it going? You know, what's your story? Like, the wow, fuck this guy's so fucking interesting. <laughs> slam my noodles down. Holy shit, bro. Told, that's the most interesting question I've ever been asked. Dude, how much did you pay for your socks? I bet like $45 (laughs) a pair. Okay, number two. What makes you smile when you get up in the morning? Okay, wait, are these like just conversation starters? Is that what this is? These are the five questions that the most interesting people will ask. It sounds like the most fucking pretentious, ridiculous. What makes you smile? Hey. What makes you smile when you get up in the morning? Like, <laughs> I don't know that I didn't die in my sleep last that, night. That's that, a good that, start. Fortunately, we have oncologists as a society, and some kids that have cancer might live through the day. That's what makes me smile, sir. Yeah, that somewhere in the world there's puppies that are joyfully playing. Now, if you'll fucking excuse me, I'm going to go back to stuffing my face with my Taco Bell randomly in this fucking mall. Can you leave me alone? I need to put three creams and three sugars into my coffee so I can go sit at my desk for eight straight hours. Yeah, no, I guess these these sound like they're questions that somebody who would be going on a date or something would be looking up because they'd be trying to spark some conversation. So I feel like there if there's a little bit of like we're talking first, maybe. But I feel if you just walked up to my table and we're like, hey, man, what makes you smile when you get up in the morning? Like even even if you were on a date, like. Don't you think that's a quick way for someone to be like, this guy's a fucking wiener. This guy thinks he's a fucking poet laureate, but in actuality, he's a failed struggle rapper that just fucking started doing slam poetry on the side. Number three. What is the one book that has influenced you the most? I don't like nothing because no one reads anymore. Like books Uh, like, okay. Yeah. But if you don't read books, you're not an interesting person. So you don't have a platform to say, 
who like you you can't compare yourself oh. to an interesting person oh. who's asking you a question like this you know what so I'm saying? If, so as the interesting person asking the questions i can filter out uninteresting people correct so i'll be like that's that's question number three you're not worth question number four done right done if i ask you what your story is but you don't read how are we gonna tell a narrative huh huh fucking clowns there's the way she told her story was so interesting i know she doesn't read so there's number three crossed off i'm sorry i can't proceed you through these five interesting questions that i filter all my social contacts through you probably don't even smile when you wake up (laughs) (laughs) smiles when they wake up in the morning what makes you smile when you get Uh, up in the morning nobody like let's be real blaring alarm clock like i'm like Fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Back to fucking bed, oh, man. I have to go to work. Oh, God. We've got kids like poking you in the eyes, like, wake up. Wake Even up. But I liked what I was doing for a fucking living, man. It was still like, oh, fuck, it's 7 a.m. Like, I want to go yeah, back to like, bed. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to vomit until I, have, you know, take a shower and wake up a bit. Like, ugh. oh, goodness. All right. What's number, number four? Number four. What app? The, oh, I'm sorry. This is, this is just like, imagine this question being asked by like the douchiest like like a like a silicon valley like startup ceo gotcha what absolutely excites you right now oh my god get out of here with this fucking like i don't even know what the hell it's called that work talk shit what the fuck's the word for it oh, like fucking like office speak like yeah like that is oh my god i can just hear Are you the ready fucking... to synergize and tackle your work day <sighs> That like depresses me even thinking about. <laughs> like, it's just so obvious when you know what to look for, man. And my girl, like, when I hear her sometimes with work stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, that's the world. We live in what different worlds here. Absolutely. Dear. Has any person on earth ever asked another person what absolutely excites you right now? Like, seriously, that you know doesn't have like isn't like a sociopath or like a, you know. Or like somebody who's currently pretending to be like an influencer or something like Man, that. You, like, yeah, you could get some very mixed answers asking that question to different types of people. What absolutely excites you right now? Well, uh, my family just got out of India right now, and there's a serious coronavirus pandemic, so I'm really happy that everybody's okay. Versus, <laughs> oh my god, this morning my shoes came from Amazon and they fit. A- I didn't even need to try them on. If I asked you this question, what absolutely excites you right now? I'm way too cynical of a person. I, the fact that I don't have an answer to just throw at you makes me sad. <laughs> makes I mean, me these sad. are not answerable questions. Half of them, half of them are like complete. It's like the first one. Uh, I don't know what absolutely excites me right now. All right. I'll give you the finale. Number five, number five. What's the most important thing I should know about you? Again, a little, a little, a little forward a little much a yeah. little much i feel like if we're having that kind of conversation you're not privy to that information yeah. quite yet like we're not past the stage of me compliment you know you know commenting on the weather outside you know what i mean what's the most important thing i should know about you right now well uh the bottom half of my left leg is fake and i um, have uh herpes and, yeah. <laughs> and i legally have to <laughs> tell I'm you a registered sex, sex offender yeah. and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna get that right out the way quick <laughs> according to my parole officer i should lead with it more often <laughs> that is the most important thing you must know like someone's gonna ask you like what do you expect you're gonna read this article and then like ask some of these questions and they're gonna be like wow you're just like that's so interesting like thanks i got them from a clickbait article off my off my web browser very interesting person person. Fucking moonlighting. Yeah. <laughs> I am an interesting person on Saturday nights when I go thanks. on these quick dates. Thanks to that. Uh, thanks to that clickbait uh, uh, website for really helping us sort of advance our social game. I think we all we all need the practice, right? So. Oh yeah, some people need help socializing, man. This guy, however, my next uh, my next story here. This guy needs no help in socializing. This okay. man knows how to fucking party. Okay. So this one comes right out of Nashville, Tennessee, my friend. Uh, I actually walked by this place. This comes out of Kid Rock's bar. Kid Rock's big ass honky tonk rock and roll is the name of this place. <laughs> and it is exactly what you're picturing. Dude, you walk by, it's three, I think it's three stories. And like the windows, either they are like roll, they can roll them up or there aren't windows. So you can probably just roll them up. But point being is that it's a three storied like outside patio. 
that has a roof on each level. Did you did you did you go in there when you no, were because the entire stretch of uh, Broadway Street is like all bars like that. It's oh, fucking okay. insane. And it was packed at the over there. So we went to a different bar like. But anyway, so we walked by this place. So I know what it is. However, uh, just last week here down on lower Broadway. <sighs> police scanner Twitter account picked up some police scanners and uh, started tweeting out what was going off. Called out a man who, quote unquote, took off his colostomy bag and started swigging it at others. <laughs> this is the third call for this gentleman in the past two nights. So when the cops third showed up. call in two nights. <laughs> apparently this guy was going off. Yeah. So earlier in the night, police had already been dealing with this gentleman. All right. So the cops show up and I guess he removed his bag again and began flinging it at law enforcement to the point that the scanner account updated this that one of the officers had to head home to get a change of clothing. <laughs> so I was like, got shit juice on him, bro. That is, you imagine you're at a bar? That's like the worst shit that could happen to you, dog. Just liquid shit starts flying all over you from some asshole. I think, I think that would be, I don't, I, I would not have stayed at that bar if I, that guy started doing that. No. Like, because they called three times, right? And it's like the first time, if he's still there after someone's called about him, I'm like, I'm not staying <laughs> here. I'm not risking this, especially not if there's 40 other bars I could go to right around here. Ah, oh, dude, there's so many. But I think, uh, I think it was at a different location that they had called. And this oh, man okay. just made him, made his way over to Kid Rock because, I mean, what else does a man <laughs> with a colostomy bag who's already had the police called on him do when he's trying to party? Gotta head over to Kid Rock's big ass honky tonk rock and roll, baby. Yeah. Jeez, man. I mean, are you going on like a? You imagine that getting pulled into the courtroom, like you, and you after the first bar, you waved your colostomy bag in. Then you moved on to this bar, and like then you went to Kid Rock's. What is it? Honky tonk. Big ass honky tonk rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Like three times. I mean, this person's this person's not responsible enough. <laughs> Russell Westbrook with the bag, bro. He's right. getting this triple double out here. <laughs> Oscar Robertson, who? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man, I but mean, like, legendary. But well, think about it. Think about times we've been at the bar and you see a guy throw up there, and you're just like, "Oh, that's yeah, I don't want to be here brutal. anymore." Yeah, like uh, we're gonna get away from this area now. Imagine a guy's actively throwing sh- liquid shit from his gut at you out of a fucking bag in a stoma. <laughs> this is not the bar I want to be drinking at. Yeah, you, you people are below me. Like I don't judge, but like I don't think I'm I'm better than this. <laughs> think how long it's gonna take to air that place out, too, right? Like, so, yo, know, this is what happens if Seven Eleven has bars in them, bro. Like right. we talked about before, <laughs> guys like this get kicked out of the Kid Rock's big ass honky tonk rock and roll for the second time in the evening and are not arrested for some strange reason. They're gonna end up at the Seven Eleven bar, bro. Do you think they just realized or like we we just need to remove this man because arresting him would be too much of a mess and a struggle. Well, fucking Jim over needs. here already got shit all over his clothes and he's <laughs> yeah. at it home, so I don't want to touch this fucking guy. Yo, you, we got gloves in the truck, but I don't have a hazmat suit. <laughs> dispatch. <laughs> We're clear yeah, I want this call. The, I want that. I want the dispatch calls. I want the logs from that night. Just like people calling in. Just like, the shit flinger is back. And he's at Kid Rock's, what is it, big ass fucking big ass honky tonk rock and roll. <laughs> I can't get it right. I can't remember it. It's, it's too, too many low. words. K R B A H T R N R. Yeah, let's go on down. That's the new anagram. <laughs> that's a great bar. Fuck, man. That's that's um, legendary and, and disgusting. I mean, yeah, I've heard of taking the piss, but this is next level. <laughs> well, oh boy! Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Now, speaking of oh no, and taking it to the next level. So, a uh, a, a podcaster, fellow podcaster, um, and a, an activist is now in jail because she ran over and killed a police officer in New York City. Now, here's how this went down. What the fuck? Okay. The killer, a 32 year old girl named Jessica Bovase gave a tearful apology when she said that she was, quote, quite sorry that she hit him and that he is dead. <laughs> oh, OK. That sounds remorseful. I believe that's I believe that's, that is what you were apologizing for. That, maybe that's due to your narration, but it right. didn't sound very genuine. To no, me. that's the quote. <laughs> sorry that I hit him and he's dead. I mean, <laughs> that sounds like they're like, fine. You want an apology? Like, sorry that I hit him and he's dead, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what probably to say. So. The problem here is that she was pretty fucking hammered at the time that she ran away. Oh, officer. of course she was. Of and course she was. How do we know that she was drunk? Well, because 
in her uh her podcasting game she a couple hours before the incident had been on facebook live vaping and drinking vodka shots and and repeatedly saying while discussing the uh the verdict of of derek chauvin and the george floyd killing uh repeatedly saying fuck the police over and over again drinking vodka shots and vaping and then got into her car and ran over a cop and killed him not looking so good prospects wise here you know i don't think that holds up quite well in a trial of you know, with be, a jury where yeah, they can look at all the tough. evidence. It's going to yeah. be pretty tough here. So, What's, yeah, they're going to she's going to get a, the fucking hammer on that end when when that goes to trial, too. So. She was said, apparently, when they was when they asked her that while she was shit faced driving that she, quote, remembered feeling a thump, but couldn't really didn't didn't really notice what she had hit. <clears throat> now, the details are fucked, dude, because the the person the the cop that she hit went got sent apparently like a hundred feet in the air when was killed. oh so she was zooming so I I hit a thump like I don't know I hit. Yeah, there's a body flying off your car <laughs> yeah that's what I mean like <laughs> fucking hammered are you that? you hit a you ran over in in a small rodent like a few weeks ago. And I- and I identified it, you know, away from me, trying to make better, tried to slow down safely and, and notified myself of the fucking thump. And the but also car. how how hard of a thump would you have said that is? The biggest thump I've gone over, but the fact is that it, I could it in the middle of my car and it didn't go over my tire. So we had it, you know, moderately. controlled. Okay. but you were like, whoa, shit. I hit yeah, something. so I fucking went over some shit. So you hit something that weighed like. 12 pounds and we're like whoa shit this person this this girl hits a cop who must new york okay so must have weighed you know and like 180 to 200 pounds bam and it's like oh what did i do did i hit something like get out and look at your car smash fucking hair in your grill well she she um when she was pulled over she then backed up into the cruiser that had pulled her over twice and said to the cops when they finally spoke to her quote what did i do you killed my buddy yeah the like fuck out of the car apparently yeah. there were like dozens of witnesses who saw her like swerving and driving i'm like what what the fuck were you what was the plan here like i'm gonna get shit faced be like fuck the police on facebook and i like go for a ride like that is the plan that that literally is the plan dog Told you, I've watched enough of this live PD shit now. You hear from people and like their plans are like, I was at home and I left home and I'm going home. And they're not even <laughs> lying. They just don't know what they're doing because they're too fucked up. We, we talk about it all the time when we talk about some of the crimes that people commit. Right. And like the ridiculousness of them. But we always come back to this where we're like, what what approach does the lawyer have for this person? Oh, you're fucked from the like, like you sit down with your client. Like you went on Instagram live proving that you were drinking before you got <laughs> in the vehicle, yeah. shouting, fuck the police vaping. You're no, you're, a client's fucking you're a vapor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're fucked, man. Like you're fucked. Like, and then obviously people are too drunk. So when the cops pull them over, you say all the wrong stuff. You're like, don't even acknowledge that you hit somebody like, OK, so you're even right. more. In, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just you just dig the hole deeper. OK, so this fucking disgusted me. I stumbled upon this vice article. Um, OK, it's kind of a quick hitter here. So this 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 disgusted you more than the guy who was whipping his colostomy bag around? Yes, actually. Okay. Okay, yes. I just wanted to check. Uh, there's a new trend. People are eating rotten and raw meat in order to try to get high. Um, yeah. 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 yeah 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 so this is social media's newest like underground challenge i i pray that it started from 4chan and that it's a fucking troll attempt and people are taking it seriously but people have started to apparently some people take it seriously now this appalling diet trend encourages people to let raw meat rot for several months or even a year before eating it. Whoa. once adequately Whoa. rancid oh, no. the decomposed raw meat aka the high meat is consumed and a supposedly euphoric high feeling soon overtakes the person eating. Yeah, it's the food poisoning, like eating you from the inside out. Like the taste is often described as cheesy and more acidic than your average steak. Now, let me tell you, I've seen some of the photos from the Twitter posts and stuff that I dug up. Hey, dog, it's fucking vile. It is vile. Now, like raw and cure meat has been around forever. Like that's a thing humans use. Okay. Yeah. But you don't rot something to the point that like it's fucking gray and covered in like dying shit and then eat it and 
Yeah, uh, like what is what's the next trend? Like like corpse eating challenge. Like bro, find bro. a body left in the woods for nine months and then eat the corpse you find. You get so fucked up, man. Like, dog, like, you're gonna get like botulism and shit. Not only are you gonna get like food, but you're gonna like literally get kill yourself. Like, yo, you can't get just, higher than that. Most yeah, man. High. Yo, dog, you want to get fucked up? I got some shit that'll kill you, bro. <laughs> It'll kill you. Oh, really? What is it? I've lo- I dropped a steak behind my fridge last year. <laughs> Take a bite of this shit, bro. It tastes like cheese, bro. It's going to get you fucked, dog. You've heard about cheese steak? <laughs> yeah. Try we ain't in Philadelphia, but let me tell you, I'm a fucking connoisseur, bitch. Oh, man. Like, <sighs> are people this bored? Evidently. Really, Evidently. like the critical thinking skills to be like, you should eat, leave meat sitting behind your fridge and let it rot for a year and then eat it. Like, no one's like, no, like, why would I do that? What's well, this absurd? As an aside, uh, I, I don't remember what country, so don't, it's one of the Icelandic countries. I don't know if it's Finland, Sweden, or Norway, but one of their like delicate, like their like famous dishes, or I don't even want to say delicacy, I don't want to misrepresent it, but. They take this type of shark, this special small shark, and cut it up and like wrap it in something and bury it in a hole and leave it in a hole outside for like a fucking year and let it rot and ferment and eat it. It's a, no, it starts with an S. It's a, it's a, I can't remember what it's called. No. Yeah, dude. Apparently it's, yeah, I agree. 100%. No, 100%. No, like you go there and they're like, try this. This is our tradition. I'm like, no. (laughs) No, I'm good, man. Like, I'll go to Newfoundland and I'll I'll kiss the fish and I'll drink the screech, but I'm not going to eat rotten shark in the ground from a year ago. Yeah. Like, Like, I'm not part of a sex cult. All right. Like, I, I, like, like, (laughs) I'm not doing what you tell me. So, what do you have as a side with that? Since, you know, rotten shark? You can't just have Um, me, like meat and potatoes, you know, I don't know, side dish, salad, side salad, like, it to be like some fucking potatoes that have so many eyes on them and shit that they're like, you know. No, you just have grown just another potato giant, out of it. Yeah, you just eat a giant eye from a potato. That's what it is. Yes. There you go. Or you eat a potato that's grown off of another potato in a rotting sack. So it's been like <laughs> it's 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 born from fermentation. Did you mash these potatoes? No, they just came like this. Were you making vodka and it went bad? No, no, no. No, no. no. It goes perfectly for my rotten shark. This is my (laughs) nine month old steak that I've been aging behind my couch since last fall. Dude, the pictures are vile. I'll like you can click on the article. I'm sure the people are equally as vile who are doing this. Yeah, I've never wanted to get high that bad. I'm so glad I'm not a crackhead, bro. Like, uh... doc, if you're not satisfied with like the existing chemical compounds that can fuck you up and you're like, I'm going to just leave this thing. The commitment it takes to even do this, you know, like you read about it. It took a while for the story to develop. You read about it. You go down to your fucking grocery store, you know, grab some steaks, just leave them somewhere. Remember to come back months later. And you look at them and they're fucking gray and have like bacterial. And you look and go, "Mm -hmm, yes, yes. Can't wait. It's done. Can't wait for the euphoria. The grill. That's a meth shit, dog. That's a meth user shit. Wait, did you, did they cook them? Uh, do they cook them after no. or is it still no, raw? They eat the raw, they eat the raw meat. So you don't even like, you don't even give yourself a no. chance. No, seasoning. no, you just go straight in. You're like, okay, food no poisoning, rub. food poisoning. We might get some of that, but let's also go for some uncontrollable bowel movements. Maybe some large intestinal damage, yeah, like vomiting, dihe- uh, coli, like dehydration, E. coli, maybe some botulism, you know? Nice. Nice. Fully being paralyzed and not being able to move from a bacteria sounds awesome to me. But it might get high, right? So like, you know, fuck, yeah, it's all working. Let's try to get lit, bro. <laughs> everything is everything is fair game if you can get fucked up off of it, right? Apparently, yeah. absolutely. Okay, oh. let me keep it. Let me keep it positive here. Here's a okay. here's a crazy one, but a good story. All right. So mm-hmm. a woman was on a flight on her way to Hawaii. She gave birth prematurely on the plane. She didn't even know she was pregnant. Okay, so the baby came out 29 weeks underdeveloped premature however on her flight were three nicu nurses so neonatal intensive care unit nurses Ooh. and a doctor so the, the halfway, luckiest goddamn thing you could have the luckiest shit you could possibly fucking have so here's a quote here from uh, dr dale green the doctor who d- uh, delivered the baby on the plane right but halfway through the flight there was an emergency call and i've experienced this before but usually they're pretty clear asking if there's a doctor on board 
This call was not like this, and it was fairly urgent. I let the flight attendant know that I'm a physician, and she said, we have a woman having a baby, so I hurried over to see what I could do. Now, I read through the article, and the woman was pretty much already like going through labor, so he helped deliver it, but it was pretty much ready to go. So the mother, Lavina Lavi Munga is her name. Uh, she unexpectedly welcomed this baby boy, who she named Raymond. So she was on her way for a family vacation. And the baby was born in just 29 weeks. So the woman didn't even up. know she was pregnant, bro. Oh, okay. I was going to so say 29 it's weeks is still what? like Extremely young. It's like you're about halfway like through, six. but like you're not even close to 29 weeks is almost 30, right? So that's for about look at us. I'm the numerologist here and I can't yeah, even I say I'm leaving it to you. That's that's well, six is 24. So that'd be seven, seven months. Yeah, yeah, seven, seven four, months. 28 weeks. Yeah, so Jesus okay. didn't even know she's pregnant seven months. Well, she shouldn't have been flying at all, right? No, exactly. They would have right? said she's in her third trimester and she shouldn't have been flying. But so I was going to say, like, there's something about that. Like, what was she even doing on a plane? But okay. And this is where it gets pretty, pretty crazy and pretty cool, too. So uh, right. the doctor and the NICU nurses relied on their wilderness training to help with the birth, Ooh. given the absence of all their usual equipment, right? They don't have any of their stuff with them. They're in the middle of a fucking flight, and you can't bring anything on a goddamn plane. These You can't even bring tweezers. It'll deliver a fucking baby. Uh, so the nurse, he had the nurses use their shoelaces to tie the umbilical cord off and made baby warmers out of bottles, like water bottles that they had, and they put it in and microwaved them to just get some heat. Oh. And at one point, dude, they even used an Apple watch to monitor the baby's heart rate. Like they, these guys Where you like just, tie it around their chest and like get the pulse. On I it guess. Yeah. Like put it right against his fucking ch like right against his heart, I guess. Right. Fucking crazy, Whoa. man. Like the luckiest woman ever. You have a baby at 29 weeks. So <laughs> yeah, it's two months imagine? fucking premature. And you've got three experts and a doctor behind you. Like yeah, there's, huh, huh. you unex you didn't know you're pregnant. You have a baby. And then they're like, it's like surprise. There's a whole operating room here. Like sh pull the curtains back. Like. How Get do you ready. do that? And then go, I'm going I'm to name this kid Raymond. Like, no, <laughs> fuck that shit. Fuck that shit, bro. I <laughs> come with some dad stuff. Like, so I don't know, like either like a pun or some, like miracle. Some doctor or something like that. Yeah. What's, what's I mean... your name, sir? Dale. Like, I don't like your name. What's your last name? Green. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll name him Degree. Everybody loves Raymond. So. <laughs> uh yeah so i mean that is an uplifting story i appreciate you kind of bringing a, a rare moment of brightness in this in this podcast right i know like, right we don't, I know. we don't often do that so fucking crazy though man fucking crazy yeah that's pretty that's insanely fortunate that's it's nice to know that good things can still happen in the world absolutely man i hope my girl ever goes into fucking labor and we're in public there's a doctor just shows up so, i'm a doctor i'll be like perfect because i don't want to deal with this dog like, i'm scared <laughs> <laughs> she's in pain and like I, I i'm about to be a dad i don't know what to do i'm gonna go get some starbucks I'm hey baby you want anything oh grande you can go pass out in the corner here <laughs> <laughs> totally gonna be me i'll definitely be throwing up in the er room Haley ever gives birth oh my goodness you're gonna be sweating in the corner just like in standing back no i don't want to do you want to come see this no no i'm okay. no I'm no okay. i'll be like yeah i do and i'm gonna go in there and start vomiting in the doctor's room. okay we need to get you out of here man i'm sorry in your mask yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh true story my brother told me that at his job i don't know if i told the story i don't think you've told me this i don't know if i told you out. this or if i told it on the show but just for fun in that same vein that he was working and a woman came into his store uh, he, oh no, sorry, he wasn't there. He had actually just left and he heard about it from people the next day who were like, dude, you missed it. A woman apparently walked into their store and was just like totally normal and like was asking a question and just vomited into her mask. Like, oh my God. <laughs> just a random, like, you know, like people occasionally just randomly throw up in life and this woman just into her mask, like out the sides, down the front. <laughs> <laughs> my god holy yeah. fuck yeah. dude which can't you imagine it like it goes everywhere but forward because it's blocked so it's just like up like down out the oh sides. my god dude it's like shitting yourself in snow pants <laughs> you're fucked yeah like what do you do after that what if, what if that woman took the subway to get to the store too like yeah you're drive? Home. you just have to go home covered in your own filth what do you do you call an uber <laughs> just like no, I, I can't pick you up lady you're barfing on yourself <laughs> <laughs> like the fuck? you can't get in this car i'll never get the smell out <laughs> God, okay. dude, what a horrible day i got a i got another list for you oh so, i, like I was I, I went to visit an old an old um stomping ground of of looking for fun stuff right correct 
No, I went to guns.com. Oh, guns, our old friends, our old buddy pals over at guns.com. It's been a long time. It's been a long time since I stopped by. So, you know, it's a lot of like PR and sales and, and politics and all that stuff. Like they, they really stay in their lane. But, you know, every now and then they got they find, you know, an article there that's that's, I think, worth sharing. So supporting school shootings and stuff, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, fucking you fucking liberal cook steal my guns. But so anyway. This is for the casual gun owner who who might just just might might be looking to expand their collection. So the article is titled Why Buy a Second Firearm? Why indeed? Do tell. Now this is a five point list again, but we're counting down this time. Right? Okay. Not counting. This is so number one better be to just go akimbo on your kids at school <laughs> when you you know you don't like your teacher. Right. Yeah, which We'll see. <laughs> you got one gun. Have you tried shooting your friends with two guns? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All the other kids with their pumped up kicks. <laughs> I better run. Counting down. Number five. Right gun. Right purpose. Okay. That's okay. right. That's right. Guns aren't Swiss Army knives. Oh, that's a good point. Even if they were. Who wants to put together an entire desk with a tiny knife tool? I mean, you want to put it together with a big fucking gun, right? That's how I build my <laughs> Absolutely. desk. Absolutely. I just point a gun at someone and say, build it. <laughs> <laughs> the Ikea guy. <laughs> well, the cash or credit, you're going to be coming with me, <laughs> oh, sir. You're on credit for now. I mean, if somebody, if you read a story, if we read a story on this show next week and it was like, man takes Ikea worker hostage to build the shelf for him at his home. Would you be shocked? Probably not. From Jacksonville, Florida? I'd be shocked if that guy tipped. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Now here's a 50. Get out of here. Well done, son. (laughs) You got to get out before it falls apart. And he's like, fuck. Right. So guns fill specific needs, and there are plenty of them. Home defense, hunting, competitive shooting, recreational target shooting, concealed carry, training, slaughtering your enemies. There's all sorts of reasons to buy guns. So right gun, right purpose, right? You need you need a, a tool it's a for tool. every task. Remember, yes. it's a tool. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Right. right. Shooting shooting the neighborhood cat, you know, maybe something smaller caliber, you know, looking to intimidate that guy who keeps fucking with your lawn. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want something, you know, a little more oomph to it. Billy's seventh birthday. <laughs> maybe something there with a good go. trigger safe, you know? There you go. There you go. Number four. Not loving that first gun anymore. <laughs> Dude, I can't even take this seriously. No, for the record. <laughs> for the record, in the article right below this 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 next headline here is is a picture of two guns encircled with bullets in the shape of a heart. Oh <laughs> violence is love. <laughs> the abuser memos. Right. So from the article, some relationships don't work out. That happens in life. Guns are no exception. If you spend some quality time with your firearm, you may discover that the magic is gone and you want something new. Longtime gun owners are very familiar with that fact. Are they? Are they? Are they very familiar with being sick of something and wanting to get rid of it for something new and then struggling with how to dispose of the previous thing? <sighs> Since I've been in lockdown and all I do is watch murder docuseries, I'd have to say yes. Yes, right. they do get sick. <laughs> they get tired of them. Right. Right. I could just break up with this person or or I could go check get a my second collection. gun. I could get a second gun. She'll <laughs> <laughs> really know I mean business. So. <sighs> Besides, they say approximately 80% of college students change their major at least once. I don't know about you, but college was pretty expensive. I'd rather spend my money testing out one of the many great brands of firearms that I will likely need for the rest of my life. This is literally the problem with America. I don't need Who guns. Needs to go to school. I, I need, need second guns. gun. <laughs> How do you write this sentence and not catch the irony, man? Like <laughs> Number three, of course, the gun community. The gun community is diverse and truly unique. Owning firearms is more than just a hobby. It's a physical expression of a key American freedom. (laughs) Yeah, okay, okay. Get a fuck on the ground! (laughs) Staying active inside the gun community and continuing to exercise your freedoms sends a clear message to those attacking 
your Second Amendment rights. This literally sounds like a speech, a speech before you shoot up a mall. Pretty. Yeah, this is like the manifesto posted to the Facebook page. So, by the way, the, the, the part of the article that says your Second Amendment rights has a link. It's, it's got an embedded link. And if you click that link, it takes you to all sorts of like political news articles about the these fucking cuck lib Democrats putting their gun laws on us. It's it's the collection of all that news. Number two, the love of collecting. Once again, bringing romance back into the picture here, right? So this is the first point in this whole list that I've been like, that is, an, that is a good reason for why we should own a second gun if you're into guns. Do you like collecting guns? Get another one. Hey. That would point. Okay, I'm yeah. with this one. I'm with this one. Do you need 400 pairs of Jordans? No. But do you like collecting them? Then okay, go nuts, right? Straight Question, up. Matt. Can you have Answer, too many Dan. guns? How many hands do you have? Just two. Okay, that's not the upper limit to how many guns you can own, though, okay? Because right. I got guns in my left sock, guns in my right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm strapped to the nines, baby. There is no limit. Right. Got them all. Whatever, whatever the holster. state says. Whatever the state says is the limit, baby. <laughs> the guns.com answer was no. You can never have too many guns. They are not bound by state law. We joke about it at guns.com. But it's really hard to see all the guns we bring in and resist the urge to add them to our own collections. Remember the excitement you had the first time you bought a gun or took it to the range? I mean, like it was yesterday. Well, it doesn't stop after buying just one gun. Frankly, collecting and shooting different guns is just plain fun. If stamp collecting is your thing, all the more power to you, you fucking pussy. We'd rather pull a Diamondback DB10 out of the safe from time to time and send 149 grain bullets downrange at over 2,000 FPS. Okay, whoever wrote this article is the same kind of guy that listens to those like Confederate remixes of songs. You know, he's sitting there listening to like, he's sitting there leaving like, I got guns to the left of me, guns to the right. Here I am pointing my gun right at you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's the kind of shit this guy listens to. You know what I'm saying? Like, this guy's got a tribal band tattoo around one of his biceps. He listens to like literal racist music. And I don't mean like, I mean like actual, like the shit you find on fucking Reddit and YouTube yeah. and quickly turn away from. Yeah, this is the kind of stuff you don't find. You have to hunt on the internet through some old looking message boards to find. <sighs> Download God. it from a direct MP3 link. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> The number one reason to buy your second gun. What else could it be? Confidence. Freedom. <laughs> Freedom. Confidence and experience. That's the Why, number one reason? Yeah, of course. If we could point to one outstanding benefit of owning and training with multiple firearms, it would be increased confidence and skill. There's just no substitute for hands-on training with a firearm you can really get to know over time. So if you want to build confidence across multiple firearms platforms, brands, and calibers, owning a few is a great step. Nothing makes me feel more confident than noting that if somebody fucking crosses my path, I can shoot them in their fucking face. I've got two guns, motherfucker. I got two guns. <laughs> one for the plug and one for the hose. <laughs> uh, yeah. So how do you feel? Are you ready? Are you ready to purchase your second firearm? It's, I need my first. I'm a loser, bro. I'm a loser. I don't have any guns. I'm going to pick up any women. I don't have a truck. I don't have a gun. I don't like the cowboys. This is just... Uh, this one depressed me when I saw the headline. Now, after reading the article, I'm a little less depressed, but it, the irony just, just, just bleeds okay. through the page. Okay. So an Ohio State senator, okay, He's been caught driving during a Zoom call, all right, as the House considered a distracted driving bill. God. So I've seen the video. I've seen this shit, okay? So this man, he claims first, pulls his car over, okay, goes offline for a brief second, and then when he comes back on, he's in his car still with his seatbelt on, and you know how you do the Zoom backgrounds? Well, he has, oh. he has a background of his office behind him, and then he proceeds to drive and go on about his business and participate in this meeting. Okay. Now, okay. he's quite adamant that he's treating it just as a call and that he's not actually distracted by the call because he's focused completely on driving. However, I have to say, there's a little bit of fucking irony 
when you're a senator talking about a distracted driving bill and you're on a fucking Zoom call in your vehicle and I can see you looking over your shoulders while you're participating in the meeting, looking out your windows and checking your blind spots. Putting his turn signals on and shit. Literally, dude. He's got it. You can see his fucking seatbelt and he's looking over his steering wheel. For distracted driving. For distracted driving, bro. Like, I get, yo, listen, I use hands-free phone calls too. I get that. But yeah. like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like if you're at the point where you're a senator and you're taking these Zoom meetings and you're driving like this, like get a fucking driver. Get a dr- I don't know. I, no, I because just, I this know. guy, this guy is like a low level state senator in Ohio, which means he makes like regular money. He doesn't make any money. He does. He can't afford a driver. OK, he can't afford Fair. shit. He's probably Fair. making like regular fucking wages. He's not he's not he's not in, you know, black car limo driver fucking territory. You know what I mean? Unless he's, you know, maybe he doesn't take any bribes. Although if he's the kind of guy who does this, he probably does. I feel like. I mean, just the irony of looking at this quad panel of a state senate meeting, and there's like four <laughs> people sitting there like talking, One you know, guy, like, and there's literally a guy with a seatbelt on checking his blind spots, <laughs> <laughs> about distracted driving. <laughs> like, come on, man, come Imagine on. Imagine they're just man. discussing the bill, and he's just like, "What? Sorry, I didn't hear you there. I was, I was uh, making a left at a busy intersection." Fucking idiot. Jeez. What, what was that? Sorry. The guy outside just pulled two guns on me. I couldn't hear you. He's got like a homeless guy trying to squeegee his windows. He's like, no, no, stop. No. <sighs> what was that? What, what are you saying? Uh, Listen, I got, I got one of my kids in the office. I got nothing wrong with people trying to hustle. Don't touch my fucking car with some greasy newspaper shit. Not without your good, consent. Man. Not without my consent. without consent, obviously. Touch, you, mm. you touched me without my consent and then demanded money. <laughs> <laughs> What, like, really? What, Where did he happened? touch you? My windshield. My windshield of the car. <laughs> Wait, like what the fuck? Like, what Dirty happened? newspapers. I don't know who else's car he's touched. That's true. That's a good point. You don't know what other kind of car germs that are being spread to your car. I'm gonna touch one of those filthy Teslas. Maybe one of them Prius. <laughs> Eco-friendly, my ass. Now, I actually have a Zoom story as well. Since we're all, a lot of people are just having issues with this, right? Just too much, you know, the last year, so much of our lives on webcams and all that. So there's, you know, this guy's not the only guy who's having issues. So a New York City teacher has gotten into a wee bit of trouble after she was uh, caught being a little naughty on camera. So during a live Zoom class, teacher, 37-year-old Amanda Fletcher, apparently began sucking on the nipple, just the nipple, careful there only a nipple, but began sucking on the nipple of an unidentified man who was standing next to her while she was teaching the class. She was also apparently at the time gyrating and rocking back and forth while sucking on that nipple. I don't, I mean, uh, uh, what? <laughs> During yes. class? Now, <laughs> she then apparently took her mouth off the man's chest and resumed teaching as, as a good teacher does, right? Once Sorry you're done that kid's mom fondling your milk. boy toy, you gotta get back to What's the over under on that guy being like super young? <laughs> no more than 28. Oh, for sure. For like, sure. At least. Mom's so the incident occurred. The incident occurred 12 minutes before the end of class. Like you couldn't wait. I mean, seriously, like you're looking at the clock like I just I got to suck that nipple. Like, Come on, babe. It's only like 12 minutes left. Like I, I can't wait. Just got to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we both say that dance. Wow. <laughs> So the students also reported that just before this nipple sucking incident, that they had also watched her eat spaghetti with the shirtless man before (laughs) she sucked on his nipple because, you know, details are important in stories like these, right? Uh, She was getting her slurp practice in. She was like, oh, wouldn't you love to suck these nipples instead? (laughs) (laughs) But it's 12 minutes left to the end of class. Suck them. Sucketh on my brust. Yeah, who's the real villain here, right? The woman the or the shirtless man? The who kids, was... the kids, bro. Look away, look away. <laughs> <laughs> turn your, like, turn your fucking webcam off for a minute. I gotta get a little suckle on here. But the class is almost over. Like, why don't you just let them go early in that case? But I mean, you get a little is... older, and it's legal for you to suck on your boy toys' nipples. You'll understand, kids. <laughs> it's a natural progression of events, right? Eat spaghetti, suck on things pretty standard and she got caught because the students 
of course. Of course. Snapchat videos of it happening. <laughs> How do you not? How do you and not? sent it to investigators <laughs> who is now reassigned to this teacher. Congratulations, ma'am. I mean, you've been reassigned until the investigation's done and you're dude, fired. What a, what a great day. You got to eat spaghetti. You got to suck on some guy's nipples. And then you got reassigned away from these sniveling little shits on the webcam. So what if what if they were just so bad that she was at that point? She was just like, I just don't fucking care. I don't want and like hates her boss. I'm not going to put my papers in. I'm just going to suck I'm this just guy's nipples. Suck this guy's nipples. <laughs> you know, it's like not enough. Like I won't be naked. You know, they won't hit me on some child yeah. porn. You know, we'll just uh, let's get a little slurp going on. I don't get a man like, look, again, everybody's experienced the webcam thing in the last year and how anybody does anything even within even if even if the computer's closed you don't want it like how anybody does anything in within view of a of a potential webcam being on bro i peek like, around the corner at my house and like wave at my girlfriend and say like and mouth like hello as in like i don't know if you're on a call i don't know if you're are you like what's up before i even come around the corner before i ask you know what i'm saying like this is it's been two years of, of this but all the like these guys who like get caught like buck naked and I'm like, why is why are you doing that within what would be the view of a camera? Stop. Like if you're like, I saw something on the, like a little while back. So my like, Canadian politician like was got naked because he like did a workout in front in his. I saw his, that. And it's like, why were like, you couldn't get changed? Any you got changed in the part of your office that was within the frontal view of your camera. Smart. Like I wouldn't even pick my nose if in front of my laptop, like. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I get, I don't know. People are fucking dumb. People are fucking dumb, dude. They are like, that's <laughs> sucking on a dude's nipples while you're teaching your class. That's what I mean. <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on. Uh, Holy fuck, dude. Holy fuck. I don't even like kissing careful. my girl on the forehead while she's on like her work call before I leave kind of thing. Right. Like, it's true. that's true. You never know what somebody might be like. He was like tongue in your face. I saw it. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. You never. You might get framed. Yeah. Well, uh, let me ask you. Let me let me see if you think this guy's being framed. All right. Okay. You ever heard of Josh Duggar? Uh, yeah, he's somewhat um weird family creepy pedo guy or something like that. I I I'm I'm vague on the details. Yeah. So he's a uh, he's former star of the show Nineteen Kids and Counting. Um, okay. he's one of the 19 children and the show is he's, I think he stars in it. My girlfriend used to watch it, but it's him, his wife, and he's got six kids of his own. So obviously, you know, when your parents have 19, you're just pumping them out too. It's just, that's, that's your family, your family tree. You know what I'm saying? Colonizing so a state like, well, he was indicted last week on some child pornography charges. Of course he was Okay. now. These uh, these charges stem from him receiving and possessing material depicting the abuse of children. So it's, it's he's got images of child porn like it's just straight right up. now okay. he's been living with his kids since his original investigation began back in november 2019 so he's been living with his wife and his kids but since being indicted now he's requesting that he is returned to his wife and children uh no so let me ask this you've got a bunch of child pornography charges and now you're asking to be released to your fucking notorious family of a bunch of children like 19 and counting is your fucking tagline kind of shit. I, I I did a little digging. Okay. I did a little digging, bro. So he's had reports beforehand where he's admitted and apologized for molesting some of his sisters and his babysitter. Now, this is where the original story of him being a pedophile comes from. I mean, I yes. Mean, he's not already like in Yeah, jail. that's my point. Like, this is what I'm I'm saying it like this so I can bring it to... First of all, how we ask, like, is he even able to request? Like, I guess it's your family. You can request that. But how are you at the point already that you're not fucking locked up? Like, I yeah. don't I don't understand. It must be a case of, like, because he apologized for it to his, to his family. Let me be very clear about this. To his family. So maybe they settled out of court or they said they didn't want to press charges kind uh, of thing. So it got swept under the rug. Well, you but, can do that. You can just be like, I committed a crime, but they're okay with it. So you can't. Well, here's me. a statement. 12 years ago, as a young teenager, I acted inexcusably for which I'm extremely sorry and deeply regret. I hurt others, including my family and close friends. I confess this to my parents who took several was steps. Was he underage at that time? Was he like a minor himself? Ah, that must be the that caveat. might be it. Yeah, that might be that he was like a teenager. It's like, oh, I'm a fucked up kid. Like, well, like so that's another one of those like slam dunk. Like, shouldn't that be an easy thing? They're like, sorry, uh, you have how many children in your house? Uh, like six. Plus, you we have like twenty seven relatives that come over all the time. 
okay, and he's accused of uh, being a pedophile. Yeah, okay, he can't see those people anymore. Like, yeah, I'm also is... really, I'm also really into filming it. I mean, sorry, um, we have a we have a TV camera crew that follows us around. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He probably after every episode, can I get the tape? Like, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're just we're the dumbest people alive, I think. Dumb smart guys, bro. I think we might be. All right, I got I got one last dumb people are dumb thing for you before we go. This is real small. This is from this is a study was done. Since you're the head of numerology. Okay. What's up? I figured I'd share this with you. So an empirical analysis of 35 million automotive loans found a couple of things. One, most loan payments end in the digit nine. Or the digit zero, okay. especially especially anything that's in the triple digits will end in almost always one of those two numbers, which makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. However, the loans that end in the digit nine have higher, on average, interest payments attached to them, and the ones that end at zero have lower interest rates because okay, for some okay, why not? That <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Now, the result you may already know, obviously, with this is that. People think that $199 is so cheaper much than 200 yeah. than 200 bucks, right? But this study suggests that the difference in loan payments, the difference in interest rates on auto loans between the ones that end $1 earlier and the ones that end in the nice round number actually averages out to be $33 on average. So that one digit difference opens a window of up to over $30 in, in different pricing. Riddle me that, Batman. Predatory motherfuckers, bro. (laughs) Like if look no further than the fact that there's a money mart and a fucking liquor store on every corner in like low income areas, dog. It's so fucking predatory. It's so obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Cash your check and get your booze and then hit up the Dollarama and steal some candy. Right. Like and then get their second gun and drive over a police officer. Yo, we're all about we're all about improvement. Yeah, man. Put yourself into a stupor so they don't realize that you're being taken advantage of. Right. That's the dream. Right. That's the dream. Cash a check, buy your booze, record your podcast, say fuck the police, kill a cop, go to jail. And then act like you're better than other people, even though you're doing like literally the exact same fucking thing. Right. Don't forget your smug sense of superiority. Absolutely. Folks. Absolutely. Just a little sprinkle at it. You know? I think you and I both have it here. We both adamantly always state that we are far better than any of our listeners. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. You fucking peasants, just come by here. Laugh Ple- when we tell jokes. Plebeians. Yeah, I mean, God. Just, ugh. Can't Your seats at the Coliseum are trash. <laughs> <laughs> Commoners. <laughs> plebs. Fucking plebs. <laughs> <laughs> well, plebs, this has been episode 33 of the fucking A podcast. My name is Dan. He is Matt. Yes, I am. We, Thank uh, you we, for joining us. We do think we're both superior to you, but we still love you very much and appreciate you stopping by to listen. Please, please tell your pleb friends to come back for episode 34 to join us. Uh, we hope that you are all well and uh, enjoy. And uh, I am the Senate now. Motherfuckers. As Matt just stated. That's right. That's where we get our sense of superiority from. Uh, if you want to contact the podcast, you can email us at fnehpodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at fucking a podcast. That's F-U-C-K-I-N-E-H podcast. And again, tell your friends, come back again for the next episode. Uh, what, what were our parting lessons again this episode? Um, uh, okay. All the, all the ones that aren't fucked up and horrible. All right, suck your boyfriend's nipples in front of your students. Right, get get a good suckle. A That's good, not horrible. That's great. Make sure you schedule your weekly nipple suck. Mm-hmm. Buy a second um, gun. You need a second. Buy gun. a second gun. Right, it's a necessity. It's not a not a want. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, make d- sure don't admit you take... to your crimes before you commit them on your podcast. So Matt, mm-hmm. that that part where we said that yeah. thing we were gonna do, I'm gonna cut that out. Cause... Please. Okay. Good. Yeah. I don't want anybody to know about that. Right. Especially since in a few hours we're going to be, you know, get up to it and all that. Right? So everybody by this point has turned off the show because they're like, okay, these guys are done. These idiots. Start fading us playing. Out. We're fading. Fade me up. Fade me, fam. Fade me, fam. Fade me, fam. Peace out, people. We'll Adios, see you next peeps. time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You never seen a man so calm in your life. They're afraid of this might. 
And I got the type of mind to grind into that white light I rock the mic inside the china shop and spit that bullshit This ain't no bullshit, it's eating past after the stomach full shit No eating ass, no groceries, I ate at restaurants They served me well since I'm a baby of the cunt renaissance You may recall my marvelous reconnaissance I never forget, like elephants on 4chan Remember I'm a poor man, I got a fucking kingdom up in here Where the beer flows like me and seeded without a peer See I had it up to here, all these doubters in my ear trying to tell me I don't have the whole world up on my spear I van gone, pretend I don't know him too busy showboating to roast him the flames floating no joke see my quotes remain potent even in the casket I'll be one to close it I'm a poet and I know it see I could do some good but these demons in my ear make me feel misunderstood Lord knows my intentions are hood and I rub it in a little bit more than I should but what What'd you do if you were great and you knew it? I put up a page, I get in my range I open up a vein and let a river run through it You call it music, that's close enough I want to till my voice is hoarse I want to till my voice is hoarse I want to till my voice is hoarse Guarantee the rock, rock, rock the mic I want to till my voice is hoarse I want to till my voice is hoarse I want you till my voice is hoarse, then take a pause. I get my dinner on from intercom psalms and scratch an itching in a palm. Give a TED talk about shitting on them and spitting on and on. They wonder what arithmetic I'm riffing on. They wonder what this written on. Since when he get his murph griffin on? I wonder who I'm pissing off. Bump missives in the whip, run crystals for the glisten. Dump crystal on the sink up in the kitchen. I run missiles in my whistler, children for my pistol. When these women call me Mr. J, know I came to slay like a gay man, shade like a Ray-Ban. You know I'm here to stay. You can find me round the way like a waistband, writing about my stay on some how to be a man when you hate man. L.A. the home of human spray tan. Heard it from the grapevine in that gray van with many a great band. I give a damn on some friendly, my dear. Whoever made me had some great ideas. My parents built me, yeah I'm straight IKEA. Had this voice to God since I was five feet up uh, Drinking wine, eating divine Peter, Kissing that cross, now they kissing my crosshairs When I rap on beats that sound like a video game boss layer shit In my pauses I hear Ric Flair tripping Yeah my quips could carry trips like some big bear visions Yeah these words are so sharp I give some thin air stitches Got a hole in space time where I state my business I want to till my voice is hoarse I want to till my voice is hoarse I want you till my voice is hoarse. I guarantee the rock, rock, rock the mic. I want you till my voice is hoarse. I want you till my voice is hoarse.